Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy, a.k.a. Fachi Bambino. I'm Lucas Tiamore. And I'm Rachel. So they put an alarm before our show now. <laughs> it's like, quick, duck for cover. Don't listen to this. <laughs> the police are coming. The police are coming. That's not the best way for me to start the show. <laughs> yeah, there's some cha- there's some changes today. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a new couch. There is a hot pink wall behind Francis. New stuff for the new year. Yeah, it looks great in here. Yeah. It does. Happy New Year. I'm uh, probably going to title this episode Teacher. <laughs> I don't want to be a teacher anymore. You are actually a teacher. I am actually a teacher. Oh, man. So you had your first day. Let's hear all about it. Um, you know, it was seventh and eighth graders, so it's definitely, you know, not the easiest in classroom management, but, um, I think I did pretty, pretty well. I mean, I think I lost a kid at one point, like the, the dean said that the student had left three times, but like there was another teacher in the room. So like people are like, he let her, her go and then I let her go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think I think only one one kid stepping out of class is is pretty good. It's like one kid is out of class. Like it's like at least I didn't lose five of them. <laughs> now, are kids uh, are they on their devices a lot when they're not supposed to be? Well, the problem is, is they are actually in in charter school on Chromebooks, so they you know can go on the internet. Um, like with their device. Um, and so, but I was very good about that, about like being over their shoulder, being like, um, are you working on your assessment? Like, or I mean, on your, not your assessment. Um, they was, a, they had took a test and then they had to work on like after the test, cause they did do double periods. They had to work on an essay. Um, and so, like, I, I was able to answer all the English related questions because seventh, eighth grade English, like I was actually like proficient enough in English, thank God, because I don't want to be like, I'm like, I'm really scared to do like a math class because I'm going to be like, I'm just going to have to tell the kids like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll probably like you for that. Yeah. Kids, kids like when you're honest. Yeah. Like, I'm like, just, like, like that's what I did to the principal. The, the dean was like. What you know? Where like what happened? And I was like, with, with, when the kid was lost, and I was just like, I don't know. They were in the bathroom, like, and <laughs> like, um, she was just like, she was definitely being pretty strict with me, but I just like didn't care because I've gone through a lot in life. So I, you know, I like a strict dean isn't going to freak me out. <laughs> we when when I was uh, I didn't do eighth grade. I was in a special program called it was the seven nine program where we did three years in two. So we skipped the eighth grade, just, okay. just my class in the school. We were the smart kids. Um, Norman was in that class also with me. Yeah. Uh, and and we were terrible. We were absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. We skipped school all the fucking time. We, if there was a substitute teacher, God help them, because we, we would just be so fucking loud. We would smoke weed in the classroom. We would do everything like terrible. Yeah, there was terrible, nothing like terrible. that going on. I mean, one one kid like spilled a drink, and instead of just bringing like a normal amount of paper towels, they took like every piece of like toilet paper in the bathroom back to the class <laughs> to, to clean it. And, like I was like, uh, this is definitely like uh, like a little annoying, but like I didn't say anything. I was just like, whatever. As long as they clean it up, like 
Um, yeah, that was like the most annoying part was like, like a bracelet broke and I was like, damn it, now we have to fucking clean this bracelet up. And like, <laughs> so that was the worst part of my day. Like it wasn't so bad. Yeah, that's pretty good if that's your worst part. The worst part of my day was when a bracelet broke. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I, was, I was like a nervous mother all day. I was like looking at my phone. I was like, I hope my baby's okay out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I said I wasn't going to go to the teacher's room. And this is actually when I texted you that I was nervous because I went in the teacher's room, even though I said I wasn't going to do that because they kind of like forced it. They were like, go to the teacher's room, get a cup of coffee. And I was like, I'm scared of the teachers. I'm not scared of the students, but I'm scared of the teachers. Like, um, but no, everyone was very nice to me. Like the teachers were all very nice to me. Um, the Dean, I'm not sure. Like she just sort of treated me like I was a big kid. Like I was like, you know what I mean? A bigger kid. (laughs) 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 Like she like, but, um, like I didn't like let her get, I think she respected me because I didn't let her get, make me nervous. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just like, was just like really chill when I lost the kid. I was just like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I told her she could go to the bathroom and she was just like, well, she's went three times. And I was like, I don't think so. But you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We would go to our theater classes and there was, uh, in the theater, there was a, a back exit. Uh, so, and, and, and a fence. So, so you guys theater, actually would be lost. You, after theater, we would we would just leave, leave yeah. on the back exit and climb over the fence and take the rest of the day off. But the thing is, they didn't care that much because we 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 did well on tests. And you didn't like come back. Like the police didn't find you out. You were supposed to be in school or anything like police that. Police never found us. Yeah. Uh, and we did well on on the statewide tests, which helped. That's them really get what funding, they. That's what they really care about you know? is who like like who, the kids that they want to make sure are definitely in school are the kids who are not doing well in the statewide tests. You know. Right on that day. <laughs> yeah, because like, it looks like, bad for them. Yeah. It looks bad. And the schools were, you know, they're they're very overcrowded, so they really didn't care that we didn't go. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, this was an overcrowded class. Like, there were 30 kids in each class. Like, I, like, so if the fact that I lost, like, one kid, like, it's just, like, whatever, like. But as horrible as we were to substitute teachers, I remember one time uh, our principal, Mr. Grill, came to our class, and he said, you know, you're the smartest kids in this school. You get the best teachers that we have. You have access It was the smartest the, kids that were have, the worst. You have access to the best textbooks. You have access to the best of everything and you're horrible. No, and, it was my this my smart class that was the was the worst to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I said something. <laughs> I said something that was actually pretty poignant. Uh, I said I said why do you give the best teachers to the smartest kids? We can learn from anybody. What you're doing is perpetuating this this system whereby these kids that are that are that are sl- slower than us are getting less opportunities and they're going to go through life they didn't like you for saying that and, 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 but and, you're right you're right is, mm. and this is going to continue throughout their life and and that is not fair yeah, the best and, teachers go into the best schools and the best schools, like, and the, they, the, the schools that are low achieving, which I have taught in a low achieving school, one of the schools where n- none of the kids chose it as their school choice and they just got placed there. There were no pencils. There was no paper. There was no, like, there was, like, this is why I don't teach because I am very upset with the lack of resources. But in charter schools, they do have resources. They have Chromebooks. They have, um, but like still the, these kids are not just, they were people of color, all people of color in the school, but like, they, but the, but the students were not um, in any way underprivileged. Like they, like in this charter school, because you have to apply to get in. These kids had 
Canada Goose on, they had Uggs on, they had, so their parents are like high achieving parents who can get them into the schools. So like maybe high achieving people who don't have a lot of money, but still high achieving. Like, so anybody who has like, you know, any sort of like a parent who has a speech impairment or the, you know, is a, is an immigrant or, you know, like just any, like any, if you have anything that would push you back, like you're not going to make it. No, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do that application. If you work three jobs, you work four jobs, like you don't have time to, to figure that out. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm still like, uh, but I, but I am excited that there's like more opportunities for like students of color because I th- think sometimes like, cause they go to low achieving uh, ed- like elementary schools, they don't always get into like the good high schools, but the charter schools is making it a little bit more fair. Yeah. I remember Mr. Grill after I had, you know, asked him that question, he didn't answer. And I could see though that he, you asked the Dean. No, the principal. The, you asked the, the principal. principal came to our class to, you know, to, you know, yell at us for being terrible kids. Yeah, my dean was like, the dean of my school was like in like the class like all day. I was like, can you get the fuck out of here? That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That is. I was like, this is my first day. Like, <laughs> they probably told her it was my first day. Can we, can we talk about your outfit? Oh, yeah. I, I, the kids really liked my style. So that, like, and I was, you know, they were like, they all had like manicures, like, like, tips and like they they had like very i mean canada goose coats are a thousand dollars you know these kids they all had supreme on i don't know if you know that designer supreme it's like pretty much like you have to stand in line to get it it's a very expensive designer but you also have to like stand in line like it's a it's a very like um it was a very ritzy school like so i was like you know in seventh eighth eighth graders are critical so i was actually pretty happy that they liked my style (laughs) you you have to describe the outfit because it's radio okay so i had like a pinstripe black and pink um blazer on i had like very light yellow docks on that even the soles are yellow um and like black skinny jeans um or skinny pants um because you're not allowed to really wear jean jeans um and um somebody said like one of the when i posted the outfit on the internet somebody said it's very gotham city which i you know love gotham city so i was impressed by that you had your hair your hair all nice I had my hair down even like um like and like straightened down like it was like I did cover over the like the buzz cut part you know um for the first day but today I went to the ice cream shop with my with my hair up because you're supposed to in food service so yes you can that's see. A, you have a second job ice cream shop that one is only gonna be for a month because like he needs me during the week and I explained to him I really can't come during the week so but they're gonna keep me on the books so when they do like so when they have an availability for me like I can come back um so it's not gonna be for long it's gonna be all of January but like it sounds like he can hire me in the summer which is great because I won't be substitute teaching. So, you know, um, and it sounds like my mom has like come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to be making money in the summer. Like, so she might help me out a little bit in the summer. You know what I mean? Like she was like, well, you're not going to be making any money in the summer. And I was like, okay, so you've thought about that. (laughs) You did do a good job at the ice cream shop. I did a good job. We we visited you. He's a storm. Yeah, storm. Yeah, they, he like said that I have the ice cream shop. He said I have everything they need. That they're really just looking for a personality, somebody to be like good with the kids, and like it's like he, not about like you know 
I mean, he did redo one of my ice creams because it was a little like skimpy, but I worked at Friendly's, which is a corporation and like they want you to be skimpy on like ice cream. You know what I mean? But at a like little ice cream shop, they don't want you to like, they want it. Presentation is more important. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, at, at Friendly's, we used to make a lot of like clowns and stuff. So there was some like presentation that's important, but they didn't really care if you put like a big scoop in. They wanted you to put like a little scoop in there. You know what I mean? Like they really wanted to like up you buying more scoops, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but friendlies, you know, they had like he was like that's why people don't come back. But I was like, well, we only had like one ice cream shop in town. Like he, like in Park Slope, there's like six ice cream shops on that block. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so there's real competition. There's real competition. Yeah, but like this one is the most like homey. Like in their seats, and they have like a gaming room in the back for Dungeons and Dragons so it's like a real like nerd shop um so I feel really comfortable there um and yeah they he really liked me he so I I you know I'm doing good at work so Storm you have not been on this show before right. Storm has been on maybe, once maybe like once or twice once yeah. yeah oh yeah once or twice well it's good to have you here how have you been thanks um I've been I've been having a, a little <laughs> trouble but it's it's starting to go better Anything you want to talk about? Uh, Lucas did a, a good job with making someone's birthday birthday special. Oh, today a sixty year old woman. She she said going going to get that ice cream was her her special birthday treat, and you made it better. Yeah, I was very friendly to her. Um, she like left and then came back to say to say, to say thank, thank you, you to me. Yeah. Um, 60th birthday you said 60th birthday yeah and that's like a big birthday and like that that was like her special thing to do in the day was to go get ice cream so like i that's what i like about food service i think that's what i really like about food service is you can really like make somebody's day doing something very simple you know and like teaching is like not that like teach i like really did not want to be a teacher it's just that like the food service would not fucking hire me and I'm like, what do you want? 20 years experience? I have a lot of foods. I have like six years food service, food service experience. Like what more do you want from me? <laughs> but I mean, when we went into Trader Joe's the other day, like everyone working there was like 60 years old. So like they might want like 20 years of experience for like those types of jobs that, right now. That guy at the register was confused about us. Oh, he was very confused about our relationship because like I was kissing Francis. I was kissing Rachel. <laughs> and we looked like we were the richest people in New York City. Yeah, we bought like we bought like two hundred dollars worth of groceries, like two hundred forty, two hundred forty dollars worth of groceries, like um, with food stamps. But <laughs> I have I have achieved getting food stamps. It's the biggest accomplishment of my life. <laughs> that, that means I get to eat a, a lot of good stuff, and they're giving me twenty dollars towards my heat. It's like a random number because like like the woman at Housing Works was like, um, and yeah, support Housing Works, go buy their weed. But anyway, the woman at Housing Works was like, I don't really think they should have given you $20. That's not enough. Like you should complain. But now that you have a job, don't complain because you don't want to alert them to that. That's right. <laughs> like she was like, but if you didn't have a job, I would tell you to complain. Like, no, don't complain. Don't, don't complain. but she said, don't complain because they, so basically they'll, they might take away my food stamps when, but I don't think they'll take them away because my jobs don't pay like enough for them to take them away, but they'll probably lower my food stamp number when I, um, when they find out about my job. But like also because I'm making like still under poverty level, like because I'm working part time, like I think that they probably won't take them away. Let's just concentrate on the good stuff that's going on. On the good stuff. Oh, I also got half off on the Metro card. That's good news. That, that's, that, that adds up a lot of money. It does. It does. 
So uh, the system does work, but it took, well, it was really hard. And then they didn't alert me when I got it. So I just thought I had been rejected for a really long time. And then it all added up. So you and then like, I, now I have $700. <laughs> so I don't want to forget this, even though it's not for a while. I'm going to talk about it every week, get it into people's heads. February 28th. February 28th, I sit on a panel to, um, to, to, you know, I should not say bring down Mayor Adams. <laughs> I want to. Um, today, my father said he has low intellect, um, which I think is a good way to describe him. But he, um, what he has done is he has made it so you can get arrested, essentially, or you know, taken to a psych ward, but also arrested. Like they, you, you don't never know when the police are called what's going to happen. Um, so you could get arrested or taken to a psych ward, and you don't have to be a danger to yourself or others. So this is a big violation of everyone's rights. Yeah, and you just have to look wrong. And I, I look wrong a lot. What I want to express on this panel is like. I do not, I'm not bitter about what, what happened. I'm very, I'm upset about what happened to me, but I do not want what happened to me to happen to others. Like in any way, I do not want what happened to me to happen to others. And like you as a community should not want that either because it's like really horrendous what happened to me. And so I think, you know, people should be scared because anybody could be labeled as mentally ill. Anybody, they could use this to take down anybody they don't like. The police can, like, this is putting police in a lot of power. Putting police with a lot, a lot, a lot of power. And these people are not trained in mental illness. And the psych wards have already said they can't handle the numbers. Um, so even the psych wards don't want this. Like, you know, and... Um, it's they're going to probably treat people even worse if they can't handle the numbers because they're just going to like, you know, be overwhelmed and abusing people then even even worse. And the public hospitals are already there's already a lot of abuse. You know, sometimes you have to suck dick to get your medicine, literally. So it's really not a good like these places are already overwhelmed. And like sometimes I do even feel for the staff in the psych wards and I understand why they're acting that way because they're so overwhelmed. They're so overwhelmed, you know, so sometimes I do have some compassion for the staff and, you know, think maybe it's not really their fault, you know, but it's still like you, you do not want to end up in a psych ward because you did not fight for your rights. So what Mayor Adams is doing affects all of us. It affects all of us. I, I do think you're the, you're the right person to be on the panel. Yeah, I'm, it's it's a panel at NYU. Um, it's very expensive tickets. Like um, to get on this Zoom call, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars. Like I'll be skipping this one. Yeah, you'll be skipping this one. <laughs> I, I, I said my friends can be in the room with me if they want. Like I'm going to um, sit in the room, sit so in the I don't room, have so to, they so they get free. <laughs> also, if you want someone to like hold your hand or something. Yeah, but wait, Rachel had to. T- I went to Zoom court. And um, Rachel had to like. You went to what? Zoom, Zoom court. court. And, and and Rachel had to like, you know, to be talking to me like through, like she'd be like, mute it. So I'd mute it and she'd be like, she'd be like, shut up, shut up. I, I didn't say shut up. I was just saying like, calm, stay calm. Stay calm, stay calm. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to stay muted. And then, and, then the, and then the judge asked me to like, let my lawyer speak for me. he also really wanted to like put me in adult protective services which is terrifying for somebody who is like 
I'm not, like I have a high like I actually have a high IQ like so it's it's a little bit like embarrassing to end up in out of protective services when you have a high IQ like you're like how would that happen you know like this is not this is like it's typically reserved for low intellect you know like for very low intellect so it's kind of embarrassing to be like at the other end of the spectrum and still end up there um but <laughs> Um, he just said what my landlords did to me. I think he was just like what my landlords did to me. He didn't really say why I need it, but I think he felt that if you get your rent tripled, like the, the, somebody needs to protect you. (laughs) But I also am like, I don't want conflict. So I just like paid it when they asked for more money. I was just like, whatever, take my money. I I didn't want, I was in the middle of COVID. I didn't want to be like kicked out of my apartment in the middle of COVID. Like, you know, with like nowhere to go. So I was just like, well, I'll just pay this until I run out of money. I think it's time for a song. Lay down your weapon. This is, this is a by pick, who? pick from Rachel. Uh, Muna, M-U-N-A. I think it's called I Know a Place. This this is our theme song for, for the year. For, for, for 2022? Yeah, for the year that just passed. I'm glad 2022 is over because it's like hard to say. <laughs> you need help. When you stay at a Verbo, the Somebody hurt you, somebody hurt you, but 
That was I Know a Place by Muna. You are listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Calvin just joined us. Calvin Yay. made it. He, 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 he comes bearing pie <laughs> and uh, had a shitty cab ride here. Was it a yellow? No, it was, it, was a, it was a Lyft. It was a Lyft. We had a bad Uber yesterday. We had a terrible Uber ride yesterday. He was like really upset by the canvases. He thought there was going to be like nail. Who puts nails? Well, ba- background is we were, we were like taking a lot of art but we ordered an uber xl so like you pay more you, you pay more you know what i mean so and then he's like you you assume you're gonna have if in an uber xl like some cargo you know what i mean that's why you're ordering the uber xl so he got really upset that we had canvases he kept being like there's gonna be nails on these it's like nobody puts nails in their canvas like it's a piece of art like what are you talking about nails and he's like i can't have nails scratching my scratching up my car and like i was like Oh my god! And then, and then I, I tried to eat some some crunch and munch, which is basically cracker jacks with an, a different name. He got mm. really upset by that, and then Sorry. he and then I sneezed. And then yeah, and I'll help him with progress. You sneeze, and he opened he opened all the windows and started getting like real weird, like we were gonna like kill him. He 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 thought I was gonna kill him when he was like when you were putting a few more things in this back, and I went into the back seat. He thought when he was alone with me, he was like. <gasps> He was having a panic attack. I, I was trying to think like like maybe he just maybe he has cancer or something, so no one can sneeze around him. But I, maybe he was just being he's allergic. Jerk. He's allergic to the canvases. I don't know. I was I was trying to to <laughs> think think of a reason, but I really wanted to eat that crunch and munch. Fuck, I really wanted to eat that. She was like, "I'm just having some anxiety. I really need it." <laughs> the, the crunch and munch was helping my anxiety. <laughs> Maybe he was just allergic to people. <laughs> yeah, allergic to people, allergic yeah. to people and crunch and crunch and munch, which is cracker jacks <laughs> with a different name. There's some people just choose the wrong fucking job. Some people choose the wrong job. Usually, Ubers are nice I, to us, the drivers. I feel, I feel that way every single day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about teaching, but I feel a little bit got like placed in teaching and didn't really choose it. Like they, you said, society chose. So- for you. Society chose for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're great at your job, Calvin. Yeah, yeah. but you don't yeah, have to am, like it. I was just getting ready to say, like, <laughs> I don't have to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at a lot of things I don't like. Right. I don't like teaching. Right. But uh, you seem seem to be uh, pretty adept at it. I'm pretty adept at it. Yeah. You're you're very professional. Yeah, I mean, I know like how to give children a look of death. <laughs> Sometimes it's all you need to set them straight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I had a teacher in the fifth grade, Mr. Smith, and he would start class with 
I demand your un... I demand your... Oh. What, what? <laughs> Undivided? Undivided attention and respect. <laughs> Which Wait, nobody's your... like... And he got it. Oh, he got it, yeah, really? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Wait, was your, was your teacher Professor Snape or something? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're 10 years old. <laughs> I had a cool teacher once who was like, all of this is bullshit, but you have to do it anyway because you want to you want to function in society. And then he showed us Fight Club, and that that was a really cool movie. <laughs> he showed you Fight Club. He did. He did. He was like, "It's bullshit. What you're supposed to learn in here." And he showed us clock a Clockwork Orange and uh, stop and and Fight Club. Oh, wow. He was like, "This is this is where the real good stuff is." Wow, how old were you? <laughs> I like that guy. Like like sixteen. I mean, I I, like, I still I, remember. I would let my children watch Fight Club, and but I feel like I, as a teacher, wouldn't bring it in. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was like, "Well, the stuff I was given to teach seems like bullshit." They were reading The Outsiders, which I have not read, but I, I. Oh, I don't remember what happens. Yeah. You mean the one that that there was a movie? The made movie in the eighties. Yeah, the one in the movie. Yep. That all those kids. Almost all of them went on to have enormous careers. Yeah. Can't remember it. No, I don't know that one. Can't remember nothing, basically. A character is named Dallas in it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Girl or boy? I think it was a girl. A girl Dallas. That's cool. You you guys are cool. Thank, Thank you. You. <laughs> you are too, Storm. Thanks. Storm, I don't okay. believe you've ever met. Hey, Calvin. Nice to meet you. Nice nice to meet you, Calvin. Okay, this was 1983, okay? First film for a lot of these people. Matt Dillon. Oh, Ralph what? Macchio. Oh, wow. Patrick Swayze. Rob Lowe. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Emilio Estevez. Jeez. Leif Garrett. Uh, but Leif was, Leif was popular prior to that, though, right? Yes, Leaf Garrett couldn't have been in that. That must be wrong. Yeah, he was. Huh. How about that? <laughs> and it was uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. I love the name Francis. I know it's pronounced Coppola because I've talked to him on the phone. Not that he was calling me. I was working at a place called Broadcast Arts. <laughs> and he, he called. He goes, uh, yeah, can I speak to blah, blah, blah? This is uh, Frank Coppola. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not intimidating at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of these a lot of these people went on to do well, I'm still I'm fucking anyway. Yeah, my first job like out of college was I was an assistant for Alan Cummings musical director and like some very famous people would call and I'd be like <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Do not drop this call. <laughs> oh, they forgot to do this. You are listening to Art Star Scene on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. 
we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about our programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Thank you very much. Rachel and I are going to be in a play. We, we are going to be in a play. It's, it's called The Giving Tree. <laughs> I'm the tree. You know, I am the little, the little boy. How awesome. Oh, right on. Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great play. When is this happening? It's going to be at our program. I, I'm not sure March, if we'll be allowing like outside people or not. Okay, that's okay. If you do, I, I you know I love the book. I love both of you. I'd be more than happy to attend. Thank you. Uh, but if Thank they're you. if they're not letting people outside of the program in, I totally understand that. You know, we people, can, we can maybe do a little part on the radio like we did with the other show. Absolutely. Cool. Yes. The the Giving Tree is. Is a sad book, but it's a very, a very important book. I'm nervous to memorize lines because I haven't memorized lines since I was like young. I think you can do it. I think I can do it. I think I already know most of the lines to the Giving Tree. I have nightmares about that a lot. That I'm in a play and I can't remember none, <laughs> remember none, the none of the lines at all. Yeah, I've had that nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it happens still. Yep. I've lived that nightmare. I've, I've, I've lived that nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's happened to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at memorizing lines, but when sometimes like the other person says the wrong line at the oh, wrong time. Oh, I hate when they do that. And I just mm. give them a like fucking death stare for a minute there. And then I'm well, like. Well, you, you got to just then and you gotta jump move to that on. part. You got to jump to it. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a long time. The last time I can remember it happening was when I was in North Dakota. So I was like 14 years old and we were doing a play and uh, we lost our, we just forgot where the fuck we were and I bullshitted an improv for a little bit and then I just said I'll be right back and I went backstage and I got the script and I brought the script <laughs> on stage with me <laughs> what, yeah, it was what play was it? Thing. I don't remember because some plays that could work it worked right. yeah some plays it could work <laughs> no this is this is going to be cool it's like People with disabilities, they don't they don't get cast in a in a play that much. So I think it's cool to, to see people with disabilities doing a play. I'm usually not the lead role. I'm usually like cast as a dancer or something. Well, this time you're the lead. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. It is a beautiful story. It's also sad. It is also sad. Yeah. I used to be scared of Shel Silverstein's picture, but I'm not scared of him anymore. It's a very scary back cover picture. <laughs> he he also writes a lot of really dirty poetry, really really dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Like they allow, like I don't know if they still allow that, but they used to allow people to do like children's work and like. No, he he was pretty weird and dirty. Yeah, it's weird that they allow both. Uh, maybe I'm one of those people that they allowed to do it's both not, things. It's not about allowing. It's it's like we have a First Amendment right to express ourselves. No, but I'm just so, saying, like we, it's like the, the, those fields are gatekeep. 
there's gatekeepers in those fields and like literature and stuff like that getting published and yeah, stuff like, like that. There's gatekeeping. Like J.K. Rowling said one thing wrong and everyone was like, we should ban Harry Potter books. That was crazy. She just said one thing wrong. No, I mean, she said a lot of things wrong, but she, she like keeps on coming on to yeah. say more and more so, and more. So She's like digging herself into a grave. But, so should they ban the book? No, they should not ban the book. We should not ban books. But like, um, I, but like I still like Harry Potter. You know, I'm not gonna like let it ruin my childhood that she's done that. It's it hasn't. You know, it's you can separate the work from the artist, but, um, but she, she should we really like allow her to you know keep publishing like great great works of art? Maybe I don't know. Like we have to be careful if this is somebody we want like our children to be listened to. But I no, we shouldn't censor books. I mean, he's he's, he's got a very Harry Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going like a little senile. Like she's just like like she comes on to like, like she gets in trouble and then she comes on to like she's just a little bit like Kanye. Like I'm like, why are you doing that again? Like, she doubles down. She doubles yeah. down. Yeah. Maybe it, she got like too into the Harry Potter world and it kind of messed up her brain. No, she's literally like acting like Voldemort. Like she's like acting like the person she doesn't want to be. Like mm. like she she mm. she taught us all not to do this and then she's doing it. But like she really 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 believes that trans women have like ruined women like she really believes that and i'm like well if you if you as a woman aren't a secure enough woman that a trans woman's ruining your experience as a woman then like maybe you're just not good enough at being a woman my mom said something horrible <laughs> last week your, your mom's old yeah i can't even repeat this one you can't you can't even but, say mm, it uh i was explaining what kwanzaa was and i'll tell you guys later <laughs> <laughs> that's her second in in two weeks because last week she said something horrible too no, I think we're talking about the same thing. Oh, the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that was two weeks ago, not last week. No, but like, it didn't. You didn't tell me about a Kwanzaa. You told me about something else. She and she doesn't mean to be horrible. It's just that she still has these terms in her head from when she was growing up, and she just doesn't always remember or know that that shit's not cool. That's just not cool. Mm, That's not know? okay anymore. You Actually, as you get older, like, remember younger memories better than you remember, like, your memories, like... It seems to be that way. Yeah. Huh. So, like, so she's going to remember when, like, things were really offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't like being called that, she said. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to write down the word she said. Aha. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) And then she, like, really didn't understand. She didn't really understand what she had done. She was like, what? <laughs> what I say? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I really needed some laughs today. I'm glad we can make you laugh. <laughs> the only thing I, I, I wanted, to, uh, wanted to put something on Facebook. Today is actually my dad's birthday. Oh wow! And, uh, and are you you're sad? Yeah. Does it make you sad? Yeah. Yeah. Calvin's Calvin's dad passed away. So it's uh, I mean I've been I've been hold been holding up okay today, but just I don't know, just this hasn't been. It's not a it's not a day that uh, 
I mean, it, it is a day that uh, fills me with a lot of good memories and uh, fondness, but at the same time, it's a lot of sadness because I can't, I can't get to, I, I can't call him, I can't reach out and, uh, and wish him a happy birthday or, you know. It's, yeah. I'm sorry, Calvin. So I'm sorry. So I'm... I'm 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 doing the best I can. I'm glad you're here with us. Yeah, glad you're here with us too. Yeah, I think I think I really need to be here. <laughs> so I appreciate you, you need your people. Yeah. We're gonna play a song. This is uh, "Youth" by Glass Animals. This is a pick uh, from Lucas. You want to say something about it? Um, I think this song is really like a get up and dance song. All right.
That was Youth by Glass Animals, and this is Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we only have less than 15 minutes left. No. It goes so damn fast. <laughs> no. It goes so fast. Oh, man. Good thing uh, we don't go to restaurants anymore, because I'm really afraid mom's saying something. <laughs> we wanted to talk about Rachel's accomplishments this oh, year, because yes. we didn't get to it. It's yeah, okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, your two art shows. Yeah, getting getting my art out there was the the biggest the biggest thing I think biggest highlight. Yeah, but also my relationship with all you. <laughs> yeah, that's even that's even more important. Uh, two plays. Two plays. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we, we had two plays with the Lower East Side Festival of the Arts, and then the prose one. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. You uh, formed. Lightning and everything else. Yeah. And you're educating about DID. You want to talk about that? Yeah, that's like the biggest. I think Rachel's going to be like one of the leaders. And, um, you know, there's a, a ton of kids on TikTok, but like it's very like performative on TikTok and like not necessarily very authentic. And Rachel is like, I think, one of the most authentic people who's, you know, fighting that fight. Oh, thank you, honey. Yeah, that's some having DID is something that felt very secretive and very shameful until this year. And this is the year I decided to to test out if people can handle me being out in the open. And a lot of people did show up for me and did accept me, and that was super amazing and surprising. Well, yeah, you both of you have absolutely changed my perspective on it. Uh, as something that is not, you, you don't, you don't, the, the goal is no longer, at least for you, to, to cure, as in Mm-mm. getting rid of these personalities. To integrate. No, no yeah. I'm like a collection of so many people, and to a, you know, it's a spectrum to a certain extent, so is everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these different parts of yourself. What happens with the idea is that they just become walled off from each other, like with a very hard wall. And you don't necessarily like have the same memories, so it can be very complicated where like Calvin was asking me something about that Lucille knows, and I was right. like, I don't even really know much about New Wave, actually. Like, mm-hmm. And Lucille knows all about New Wave, and I was like, I don't know which bands I listen to. Yeah, and like when new parts <laughs> come out, they don't even know my house. They don't know, like, what is a Zoom call? They're like, why are we watching this movie with people in squares? I'm like, this is called Zoom. Yeah, like she didn't know one day like, why everyone was wearing masks, because like she, a new part that hadn't been around for, during, COVID. for COVID at all was like, what what's going on? Are we at the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> I do not like the dentist, so I was scared. Um but yeah, it's it's been a, a big year for for just being being myself. And I, I go back and forth on if DID is a mental illness. It's really um a mental injury. Like it's a it's something that caused it to happen. Um but lately I do feel like it's a mental illness because I'm having a lot of troubles because of my DIZ, so I'm like, oh yeah, this is why it is a mental illness. But when things are going good, it doesn't feel like an illness. It feels like, I don't know, just a gift. A gift, a gift yeah, yeah, or a superpower, or just just normal. But I have been having a lot of memory problems, a lot of confusions, hallucinations, people crawling in the walls when I know there's no people crawling <laughs> in the walls. 
So it do, it that's, has, a, that's like not, not a lot of people who when that's happening to them do know that there's no people crawling in the walls. It's like, taken so. me a long time to learn that. I used to be like running through the streets of Brooklyn because I wanted to get away from these people. And now I've come a long way. I just look at them and I'm like, oh, you're here again. I remember <laughs> telling Roosevelt Save Levy, like I went in, she was my like... Um, we, we performed together, like, um, we performed in the same acts. And I like went in to tell her, like, I was like, I, there are people crawling all over my walls at night. And she was like, I think she was like, I don't know that I want to perform. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She was like, is it safe for us to wrestle? Like, she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, um, I forget sometimes <laughs> that not everyone sees stuff like that. <laughs> Cause you, you know, you get, you get used to it. You have to. If you don't learn. No, but I didn't even know there weren't really people. When I said this to her, I I didn't even know there weren't really people crawling on the walls. I was like, I was like, I "I can see the people from outside. That's a different place. Yeah. I I was like, I was like the people from outside. I can see their shadows. Like they're, they're like outside my window there. You know what I mean? And like, it's just like shadows from the street. Like nobody's outside your window. Like, but it feels like that. It feels like that. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty terrifying. But, you know, you're at a place where you can know, like, this isn't real, like, this isn't, you know. Because like, I already did the whole thing where I I think they're real, I run away, I get put in the psych ward, they say it's not real, and now I'm just, like, I, I know what to expect. Like, I live with, with the hand that I was given. I have to love my life because this is the life that I have. This is what I have. It's a very mature way to look at it. That's a beautiful thing. Not only that, but uh, also seeing all the people that have that are in your corner yeah it's been amazing yeah. amazing i like I'm the so lay, the lay down your weapon song because it's like i was always walking around with like it's metaphorical i don't have a weapon but with like 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 something sharp in my hand like everyone's gonna be attacking me and this yeah. year i'm kind of taking it down a little I used like, to put literal dangerous spikes, like these like very, very pointy, not like regular spikes, but like these very long pointy, they're about like three inches long spikes on my clothing. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I, I was wearing a, wearing a spiky studded jacket all week. It's a, it's a good idea, but I want, I want to be someone who lays down my weapon. I'm just putting it in the background. I found an extended version. What is it? This is... What we played last week. Oh, this was sick. Yeah. (laughs) This was really good. Should we just play it? Yeah.
You're right. We sh- shouldn't talk over this. So we're just going to say our good nights. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin, so much for being here and for pie. Yes. I Thank hope you all enjoy it. Thank you, Rachel and Storm. You're, you're welcome, Francis. For being here mm-hmm. and for sharing with us so much that you shared. Thank you so much, Lucas. Thank you. And, uh, well, on my Facebook, and I still- just posted a very hot picture that Francis took. So mm-hmm. check that out. <laughs> yeah. Stick around because the circuit is up next with Courtney Love. Woo! And speaking of love, show some love to yourself and show some love to others. It's important and you know that it is. Mm-hmm.